This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1541. Three tips for thriving in a new country with Sabrit Kong. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American host, Jessica Beck and today's featured guest coming to you from Portland, Oregon, USA. And to get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try our iOS app. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash bonuses. Today you'll meet Sabrit Kang Rajiv, an Indian-American author with a new book out called Generation Zero. Find out her advice for finding freedom and comfort when living in a country that's not your own. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get confident. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. All ears English fans. Um, I am very excited to be hosting today. You don't often hear me, Jessica, taking it on all by myself, but you know what? I'm not by myself because I have one of the most amazing guests we've ever had on All Ears English. Um, Sabrit, welcome <laughs> to the show. I am really excited to be here and I'm flattered. <laughs> um, so, guys. Sabrit is here with some very, very important messages for you. Guys, if you are already living in an English-speaking country or you want to live in an English-speaking country, listen up today, maybe listen two or three times. Take notes, all right? This will help you feel better, feel more comfortable, be yourself in a comfortable way no matter where you are. So, Sabrit, why am I asking you to talk about this? Because I'm, you know, an Indian American and I um, wrote a book, it's called Generation Zero. It really is talking about the experiences of being hyphenated identity and just what it means to be an American if you want to be one. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. What Define that for yourself. I think that's what we're discovering today, right? Yeah. Um, can you define what this means for our students? Generation Zero. So it's like Generation Zero is a, a term that I came up with because it's really hard for me to understand, like, um, if I'm a first generation or a second generation immigrant or uh, Indian American or anything. I looked it up in, like, Webster's Dictionary, the Census Bureau. I mean, it's very complicated. Yeah. And there is no universal definition. So I'm like, well, I'm going to create my own, and it's going to be called Generation Zero. And the, the only the biggest reason is it's like, when you come to a different country, you actually come with zero, whether it's uh, no capital, whether it's no social um, community or something mm. like that, you pick up and just go. And with that zero, you make a foundation of a new identity, of a new culture, of a new community. Yeah. In a different country. And there's some great resilience to that. 
This is so huge because I think a lot of our students listening probably come from cultures that are have a lot closer familial ties than we do in America. So I've spoken to many students who have immigrated to Canada, for example, and What's difficult is they don't have that social network. And I know in your book, you have some amazing stories about how your family, how your father lost a very direct social network. Um, I don't want to spoil the story because I want everyone to read your book. Um, but that is very scary. And that's something that inspires me about our students is they're willing to take this risk. So let's get into the positives, what are three things that our students can think about and really sort of meditate on when they are trying to fit in, we'll, we'll explain that, or not fit in, <laughs> in a completely new culture. So um, what is the, the first thing we should talk about today? I think the first thing we should really talk about is just like how unique you are as a person like your immigration story, where you're going, you know, there's such beauty in being this unique individual with this unique experience, relocating to a different country because you choose to do it uh, because mm. of different things. But, you know, in these, uh, you know, whether you want to become like you're moving to Canada, you're like, trying to be an American or whatever it is, it's like sometimes we eradicate our choice of like who we want to be. Mm. And it's because we feel like we don't belong to anything, like whether it be, in Canada, whether it be in America, um, you know, uh, I identify myself as an Indian American. I'm like, well, I'm definitely not Indian enough. So <laughs> I'm not American enough either. I guess I'm just a chameleon. Like I'm just this weird old sabri talking about my experiences. But really the point is, is like, there's this choice that you can make for yourself to celebrate your uniqueness yes. and you don't have to eradicate it. Celebrate yes. It. I love it guys. You know, to, to my mind, what is Sabrit talked about this being a beautiful state to exist in. And I completely agree because it is free. Um, this is another reason, not the primary reason, but definitely part of students wanting to live in Canada or the States or a different country is they don't have to be restricted by their cultural expectations, right? Like if you're from a very conservative culture, maybe you're like, oh, oh, I don't, I don't like this. It is tying me down. Celebrate the beautiful opportunity to be free of that in another country. And you know what? Yeah, this is totally scary because <laughs> It's up to you. But here's the thing. You can choose who you want to be, right? You don't have exactly. to be defined. So, exactly. Sabrit, like, if you don't feel like you're an Indian, you don't feel like you're an American, right? A lot of people listening will be in that hyphenated identity like that. How did you find comfort? How did you accept that, yes, this is a beautiful place to be? It really, it takes a long time to get there, but I think the first way that I really try to understand it and I conceptualize it is like, I have two different doors of my identity. So I'm just going to use shopping metaphor because I love shopping. When <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> now I'm all about Amazon, I guess. But the point oh my is, God, I know. <laughs> you know, you open up these two different doors. Like I would open up the American door. I would take my shopping cart and I'm like, what, what, how am I American here? I really like pizza. I really like to learn about other cultures. I really like to do all these other things. And I would put those, you know, uh, things that really resonated with me into my cart. And I would mm -hmm. come out of that door. I'm like, all right, well, I'm done shopping at this store. 
and I'll go to the next door, like going into the Indian door, like, hey, you know, I'm a Sikh individual. I like, you know, the freedom that I have, like, you know, mm-hmm. different things about being, you know, an Indian. I would pick up those, uh, those things and put them in my shopping cart and actually leave. So the I biggest thing it. about this is that you don't always, like, if you have one culture or one identity being shoved down your throat, mm-hmm. kind of have to accept the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. Like here, you have the freedom and the choice to like really reject, like, I am not <laughs> going to be all about, you know, a certain thing because like, for example, like in the Indian culture, like men are celebrated more than women. I'm like, well, mm. I'm a huge feminist. I really don't care what they have to say. <laughs> Number one, no for that. <laughs> no. So not going in my cart. So it's just like, you know, yeah. the freedom to choose is very important. And that makes you you. Guys, I, students, I would love for you to um, take this literally like actually make a list like make a list say okay what is my hyphenated identity what are the things I can celebrate and what what reflects me and what I want to be and like make a list right like what about this culture do I want to keep what about this culture that's a great place to start I think I think it's a great place and even make a list of things that you dislike you know like things that are just I totally hate this about this culture. I totally hate that. I want to work on incorporating this into the American culture, like acceptance, tolerance. You have the freedom to choose those things. It's a great beauty. But the thing is, people will make you feel like you need to confide into like one like identity or one kind of thing. Just reject that because, you know, celebrating your choices is the whole point of being an American or, you know, going to Canada or any other country that you've decided to go to, whether your choices are celebrated. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I mean, America has been called a melting pot for a long time. And I know there are some people that make you feel that that is not wanted, um, but that is definitely not all of us. And I promise you guys, if you are already here or you're going to come here or Canada, you can definitely find a community of people that want to know you and where you come from. Right. We, we don't want you to be like us because that's boring. I want to know boring. someone exciting and interesting. Right. So like keep that other exoticness because I want to know that. (laughs) Exactly. Diversity of thought. Celebrate your differences and just celebrate your culture. Do not eradicate it. Yes, I love it. Um, guys, there's so much for you to think about today. If you are parents coming over with kids or you're coming by yourself, there's a lot to reflect on. Okay. <laughs> I told Sabrit before we started recording, I really have to rein myself in because I could talk about any one of these points for so long, but <laughs> let's move on to point two. <laughs> All right. So what is the second sort of lesson for our students today? I think the second lesson that is super important is like, you can also make English your own. Yes, (laughs) I I love it. So it's like thinking about the English language, if you're learning English um, as your second language and stuff like that, and you have like another like native language that you practice, you know, again, please celebrate your differences there. Because it's like, if you think about it from like a scientific standpoint, you actually study your brain, there's articles about this. Yeah. Speaking several languages is a sign of being brilliant. Definitely. (laughs) And I know sometimes if you're in school, I know personally, I can speak from experience. I would get back a, a report or like an article and it's completely read. And I'm like, oh my God, what did I do? Like, why are these commas not where they're supposed to be? And, you know, I would be discouraged because I, I felt like I didn't understand English well enough. I didn't know how to write it. I didn't know how to speak it. And it, it kind of like hurt my confidence. And, you know, being this, you know, American that doesn't know English is kind of like, well, what's your <laughs> purpose in life? <laughs> 
So no. I want to, I want to pause here real fast because I want to make it clear for our students what situation you were in. I'm not sure if we defined this clearly enough at the beginning, but your your parents were from India, right? They came over. But Sabri, you were born here. And so for you to be born here and then feel like this language that should be native because it's this country's language to feel like you you were good at that language. Guys, let me tell she's the celebrated author now. Okay. So <laughs> it's, it's a it's a process and it's worthwhile. And I want to say also that um because I did my master's in applied linguistics, and yes, guys, scientifically, your brains are more flexible in a number of ways if you grow up bilingually, right? So Another reason <laughs> to keep that in your life. And that brings us to our third point, right? Keep that in your children's life. So yes. what do you what do you think about that? I definitely think like one of the giving our children the choice to know about their native language, speak that native language with them is it's it's it's, it's just everything. Like if I think about, you know, you know, my children, if I don't speak the languages that I know with them, I, I'm already taking away one of their rights. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's so important because it's like, regardless of if they speak it or not, or if they want to speak it or write about it or whatever, at least they have the opportunity to learn and be bilingual from such a young perspective. Like, don't take that away from them just because you want to confide to the status quo of like, you could, we're only going to speak English. You know, I have some aunts and uncles and I have like family that it's just so sad. You go and all you speak is English. And I'm like, we have so much like diversity. You know what I mean? We can talk about it in different ways, but let's not fall into the the English trap of like erasing like language because, you know, even in language, there's so many different ways for you to express the color yellow. (laughs) So having that, giving your, you know, your children that choice. Cause I know like this, this, the, the pressure to make them the most perfect immigrant child could be so intense, but give them their choices to become what they want to become, even in yes. their languages. Yeah. Um, and don't expect perfection from yourself or your children. Um, connection, not perfection, as we always say on All Ears English. Um but also, like Sabrit said, guys, there are so many different types of English. I mean, even in America, there are full-on dialects that that the, the rules are grammatically incorrect. <laughs> As a teacher, I'm talking to this person. I'm like, oh, my gosh, subject verb agreement. That's not what we say. You know, like he be doing something. And I'm like, oh. Guys, that is acceptable in that community. <laughs> I mean, that's, a, and that's great. That's fine. Yeah. The important thing is to connect and yes. to know that you are worthy of connection, right? Like, don't be so hard on yourself that you take that option away, right? Mm-hmm. Don't stop it before it begins. Don't be like, oh my gosh, my English is not perfect. I cannot talk to this person. You know what? You just missed a friend. You just miss yeah. someone that can help you feel better in the world. And like the biggest thing is just like, like I was saying, it's just like sometimes, sometimes there's just things in that language that you can only express how to say it in that language. Yeah. Like thinking about your children, like if they really want to connect to you, whether it's like Cuban American, Indian American, whatever, you're sitting there and you're trying to talk to them in this like language and they don't really understand like 
how to say I love you in this language. I mean, yeah. you just lost like so much, like just coming to a different, a different country. It's just like language gives you the expression to really talk about your culture. Yeah. Completely. You, know, you have you have to you have to uphold it. <laughs> Do you feel like Sabrit that having the first language as your home language, not English, right? Do you feel like that created a bond between you and your parents that would have been missing otherwise if they had only tried to speak English with you? I totally, I totally agree. Because it's like, it gives you comfort in knowing that we're collectively the same, but different. Like even the mm-hmm. way that I speak Punjabi is very different than my parents, but mm-hmm. at least we, it, it was something that we can talk about with each other. Like if we're going to the grocery yeah. store and we don't understand something. We're like, this person is so-and-so. Yeah, sometimes we do talk about other people. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> too close in line or something like that. But the point is, it's like, it, it connects you as a family in the, yeah. when you go outside of your circle. Yes, I love it so much. Um, yeah, and I, I know there's parents out there that maybe are experiencing this right now that they their their child, maybe the, the teacher said, oh, they're... We're going to have to put them in a different English class because their language skills are not the same as other people. Great. You know what? That does not matter. Like (laughs) they will catch up guys in the short term. Sure. There's a bigger gap. That's fine. They'll make it up. And then they could become a famous author when they grow up like Sabri. (laughs) See, it's all possible. It's all, it's all possible. And it's just like, don't overcompensate just because of something may not be going well according to some standard some rule that honestly sometimes is trash (laughs) i think you know if i could summarize all of these messages today it would be like don't confine yourself to other people's rules um don't let other people's expectations define your expectations of yourself right i think that's kind of the lesson um i was so inspired by reading your book sabrit and i really hope that our students will seek this out sabrit where can our students find your book so they can find it on amazon uh, martin's nobles uh, wherever books are sold but just look up generation zero reclaiming my parents american dream and you'll find it It is so fascinating. I am mowing through it on my Kindle right now, guys. Um, Definitely come back to the blog. Come back to allearsenglish.com. Look up this episode and comment on your thoughts about our lessons today, guys. And also... Tell us if you've read this book. Leave us, leave a review of Sabrit's book on the <laughs> blog, guys. Um, all right, Sabrit, thank you so much for agreeing to come on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.